okay, who forked are you? I will fight you on this. I think I think it's yours, isn't it? I don't know. Welcome to the Bitch and Siblings Podcast. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the Bitch and Siblings Podcast. I'm Jenny. Hey guys, it's Amy. And apparently we don't know what the fuck is going on, so this should be Nobody fun. Nobody knows nothing. Yeah. So what was tonight's topic? Pranks. Oh, yeah. Prank Sinatra. Yeah. I don't have as many pranks, I think, as Amy does. The funny thing is, I've been, like, racking my brain all week, like, okay, what kind of pranks have I pulled? And legit, the only one I can think of is the one that I pulled on Chris. Because I'm very much – so you you watched New Girl, right? Yeah. So Winston and his prank Sinatra where he's like – he goes way too over the top or – Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> I do something You're too like – too much. It's just I, too I do much. it too, too, too small or too big. <laughs> and I learned my lesson from the one with Chris because um, cops were called. Even though I never got in trouble, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Shouldn't do that again. Well, it's not like we would have gotten caught because, like, what would they have done? Fingerprinted the place and, like, our fingerprints were all over it because, like, it was our brother's apartment. So, you know what I mean? Like, they're... Not the point. <laughs> I was I was 15, 16 years old. Oh, It scared man. the shit out of me, man. What about your kids? That's have hilarious. your kids pulled any pranks on you? Oh, my God. My kids think it's fucking funny. Well... Especially my oldest. Yeah. Um, I am very easily frightened. I could know you are standing behind me. Legitimately could know it, hear you, smell you, everything, and you could still tap me on the shoulder and make me jump a fucking mile high. I don't know what it is, but I just very easily frightened. And so my oldest. It's something about like us because I am the same way. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it just like, I mean, like when I'm at work, I even have like a little sign on the side of my desk that says, um, if I'm jumpy, it's because I'm listening to crime podcasts because everybody will come up and be like, Ginny. And I'll be like, what? <laughs> like I will like, and, and then I scare them because they're not expecting me to jump. Yeah. So, uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. So usually now they've all gotten really good at like when they open the door to like where my office is, they'll be like, Jenny, we're here. And they'll like tap on things to make a lot of noise before they get to me so that I know they're there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, so my oldest, what was it? Was it like two years ago? I don't know, two, three years ago. They he's a little shit. <laughs> he is so so quiet he's so like flies under the radar that i don't want to say you forget about him but like sometimes you just like he's just not on the forefront of your mind and this little motherfucker it was in the middle of the winter so i don't know it was like six seven o'clock at night so it's dark outside and our house is you know we had you know we have this really cool like breakfast bar and that um was this can, at the old house or the new one no the one that we're in now the okay. breakfast bar where the the like the middle stair column used to be. Oh, okay. Um, and it was dark, and I had gone into the kitchen to cut up an apple because I was dieting for the wedding, and I had cut up an apple, and I had mixed some, like, peanut butter and honey together so that I could dip, you know, my apple in 
peanut butter and honey or whatever. And and I did all of this. I went into the living room or into the kitchen. And keep in mind, it's a very open concept. You can see my kitchen from my living room, vice versa. I mean, I can't see underneath the breakfast bar, obviously, because there's like a stairwell there. But it's a very open concept. Um, so, you know, I had gone into the kitchen, cut my apple, did my peanut butter and my honey. And I don't remember if I was sitting down or if I was walking back. I don't remember the details, but I remember all of a sudden out of nowhere, here comes this little fucking asshole jumping up behind me. And I, I don't even know if he like said boo or like, ah, or, or like just touched me. I have never thrown hands like that before in my entire life. Like I was like, oh my God. And I threw my apple. The dog loved it. She got all of the apple and the peanut butter and honey. So she was very excited about it. And and he just laughed himself to fucking death. Like this kid just, oh my God. So I don't remember if it was that night or the next day. I was like, I'm going to get this asshole back, right? And my oldest likes to hold himself up in his room in the dark with his noise-canceling headphones on, and play his PlayStation. And he's his bedroom's downstairs. Again, this is in the winter, so it's dark. And downstairs, it was completely dark. There's Obviously, we have egress windows, but, you know, it's dark. It's the winter. And so I knew – so I, t- I made – we have a door. So you go down the stairs, and there's a door at the bottom of the stairs that you can shut so that people can't go up. So I shut it so that the dog wouldn't come down. Because she was going to give me away if, if, if I didn't. So yeah. I like creeped down the stairs really, really quietly. And I shut the door behind me. And like I ever so slowly and quietly opened up his bedroom door. Again, didn't turn on any lights. It was darker than hell. So it's not like he would have seen an influx of light or anything. Darker than shit. I got a video of it too on my phone. And he had his noise canceling headphones on. And like. I like crept into his room and it's dark so you can't see anything. And then all of a sudden I put the phone in his face and I was like, Roar! and he screamed like a little girl. <laughs> and like, I don't know if he beat his pants or not, but I was like, that's what you get for fucking with your mother. <laughs> that's awesome. So like now it's like his his goal in life to scare me. As often as he possibly can. And and I, I like I'm not kidding you. I could walk around the corner and he could be right there and I will sh- pee my pants in fear because there's somebody right there. So that's funny. Like that's that's totally me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I walked out of the bathroom at work the other day and someone was walking like toward like down the hall toward me. But to where toward me. But oh. like down the hall, mm-hmm. and it because I was not expecting it, <laughs> I jumped, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like I didn't even do oh anything, and I'm like, "You don't have to." I'm trying to think of like anything that I might have done. I played some pranks that weren't scary pranks, but like I played some played some pranks in high school. So, um, I, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, just you and me, or if we've talked about this on the podcast. I don't remember, but we are from the great state of Washington where apparently y'all think it like torrential downpours all the time. It doesn't. It rains, but it like mists. It's it's, it it's what they call a drizzle. Yes, a drizzle, a light drizzle with some fog. And so it it rains a lot, especially in like the fall and the spring. 
you know, and we decided one night that we were going to buy a whole bunch of boxes of pasta and dump them on this boy's lawn at night when we knew it was going to rain so that when it rained, the pasta expanded and then his parents couldn't mow the lawn because it was sticky, wet pasta. <laughs> Instead of toilet papering his house or egging his house, we dumped like 10 boxes of pasta on his front yard and like spread it out and then watched it expand and, the, and it was great. So here's the thing. I don't think I've ever even known about that so let alone it definitely <laughs> hasn't been on the podcast because well we were I trying never to think heard of that like, story at all we didn't but want to toilet paper great. because toilet paper is expensive even we back didn't want then. to egg <laughs> yeah even back then and we didn't want to egg their house because that can cause damage like on people's siding or pain or whatever and like we weren't doing it to be mean to this person we just actually honestly to tell you the truth i'm not even gonna say this person's name i am friends with him on facebook we went to high school um together and like we just thought he was really cute and he happened to live like two doors down from like one of my girlfriends so we were like oh hey and so we just decided it would be funny because we were like what's something we could do that isn't going to cause property damage but would really just be very inconvenient yeah yeah and that was what we came up with so i've always told my kids if you're going to do anything like that don't toilet paper because now toilet paper is really expensive and egging eggs are expensive and cause damage and I've also had my car drizzled with chocolate sauce, and that eats away the paint on your car, just so you know. Yeah. And so. Shoe polish um, on windows leaves a grease residue for it, years. Yes. Yes, it does. It does. So that was just what we came up with, and, and it's pretty ingenious. So I've always told my kids, if you're going to do it, that's one of the coolest things to do, because you have to know it's going to rain. Or that their sprinklers are going to come on. Because if you just mm -hmm. do dry pasta, it doesn't – it's like whatever. Like it has to get wet and expand because then it gets sticky because it's glutinous, you know. And then it they can't mow their lawn because it gets all in the blades of the lawnmower. <laughs> Didn't somebody do something right after your wedding to you as well? Oh, yes. Did you ever find out who did it? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> yes, we did. So my husband and I got married. It'll be two years in August. And we came home after the breakfast on Sunday, and there were plastic forks and spoons all over in our yard. Like, like, for, like they had forked our yard. Like, they were, like, in the ground standing up. And we were like, what the fuck? Who did this? Like, It was also and, on your side yard. Yeah, it was on the side, and it was in the back. The back wasn't as bad, and neither was the side as much. They just had extra. So they just, like, decided to just keep going until they ran out. And so we got home and I took a picture of it and I had sent it in a group chat, I think, to like you mm -hmm. and like Chris and everybody. Because, I mean, let's be real. My husband and I, I love him very much, but we left our wedding and passed the fuck out. We were exhausted. It was a four-day thing. We were up late. And so I was like, it could have been anybody like after we went. Like, because we left our wedding, like, I think like at 11. And I know that you were at the hotel with our brother and there were... Uh, you know teenage children that could have stayed and, and babysat so there was i was just i literally had sent a screen <laughs> you really thought we oh were <laughs> i thought you and chris had left the teenagers with with the little and came up to our house in the middle of the night because i wouldn't put it past chris to do this like at all yeah and and i didn't think you did it if anything i thought you had been suckered a party into it. to it 
Or yes, uh, an accomplice. <laughs> that it wasn't your idea, but I was thinking Chris the whole way. Like Chris. And then I got, no, it wasn't Chris. So then I put it on Facebook. And I was like, okay, who forked our yard? And I'd seen it before randomly here and there, like on Facebook or TikTok or whatever. You know, I don't know. And I was like, okay, who forked our yard? And somebody commented, one of our friends commented. And I don't even remember what he commented. But what he said is I was like, you motherfucker, it was you. Like, I knew it. The second, I don't even remember what he posted, but whatever he posted was like, that's it. That's it. So I like messaged him and he was like, I might've had accomplices. So then I had to sit here and think of all the other people that he's friends with, that we're friends with, that were at the wedding. That could have done this. That could have done it. And it took, it it took me about an hour, but I figured out who did it. I haven't asked (laughs) these people if I can say their name, so I'm not going to say it, but we, yeah, it took us about 15, 20 minutes. The boys were not enthused. Because our boys came home at the same time as us and they had to help us clean it up, <laughs> clean up all the forks and spoons out of the yard. And they were like, this is ridiculous. Who the fuck thought of this? This is not funny. They were not enthused at all in any way, shape, fashion or form. I'm assuming you, a lot of it had to do with they were just very tired from the wedding as well. Yeah. You have to believe, though, that if the tables were turned and they're the ones that did it, they would have found it the funniest thing in the world. They would have found it fucking hilarious. And they would have found it, like I said, they were very tired too. It was a four-day thing. They were involved. They were there every day. So they were just as tired as we were. Um, and and um, school started like like when we planned the wedding. Usually we don't start school until like it was like a week and a half later. It ended up like we got married on Saturday and school started that Wednesday. Yeah. And like we had planned our wedding a year and a half out before the following school year had been planned because it was during COVID when we got engaged so we didn't know what the next school year was going to look like so these poor kids you know are having to go home and try to get some sleep for two days before school started so they were not enthused they were not impressed they were very very much not happy at all and it didn't take that long like it wasn't like i mean you just pull it out of the ground but they were like this is fucking ridiculous who does this this is stupid that's such a waste of money like they just could not stop complaining i totally forgot about that though oh my gosh that's funny so while you were telling me about the uh pasta i did think of one that my best friend in high school and i did Mm -hmm. um wasn't like Again, I'm like Winston in the sense that this was a little tiny prank. And then what I did to Chris was like big prank. Um, so It wasn't a big prank until Chris turned it into a big prank by like freaking the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Because like exactly. in, in the grand scheme oh, of things, somebody comes so, into your house and puts a couple of cans of Mountain Dew and moves some things. Like, So the key to this whole thing, that, th- that one. Um, so when I left, I was supposed to lock the door behind me oh yeah and you forgot yeah that's what i, I think freaked that. him out yep because the door yeah was yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's why he blew it out of proportion so that that was fair um but so i actually have talked to these two people that i'm about to talk about and they have said that it's okay to say their names Ooh, put them on blast oh yeah so marlena uh-huh. and i oh uh, yeah hey, marlena <laughs> freshman year of high school okay um Kale still goes to school with us. Yeah, because he was he a was senior. a senior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We 
constantly would toilet paper his car. At school? Yeah. In the school parking lot. This was back before we had video cameras and security footage, people. Absolutely. Please don't do this on current campuses. No. No. We do not condone any of the behavior that we are discussing in this podcast tonight. We're just telling you some of the stupid things we have done and to learn from our mistakes. And I never suggested to my children to do that. Ish. Maybe not. (laughs) Um. So yeah, we we toilet papered his car several times. We, I don't know what we wrote on his windows with. Probably whiteout, because that's oh, what God. we had. Probably because that's what we had available. I'm guessing. I don't even remember. Maybe Ooh. Marlena could actually like comment on our Instagram post this week about our podcast and tell me what we did. It's not I this legit- week. It'll be next week. No, but like or two when this, weeks from now. When this oh post- yeah, when this posts. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. You're dumb. Oh, I'm tired. I did not get any sleep this weekend. That sounds like a you problem, lady. Okay, so finish your story. We toilet papered cars. And yeah, then and we, we wrote on his, um, we wrote on his windows. And he had like a little Geo Metro type car. How like did it was he a tiny hatchback fit into a Geo Metro? That's a question for him. <laughs> I can't answer that. Kale, but please it was... tell us how this is physically possible because here here's another one that same year uh after one of the um plays that he was i believe he was in it Mm -hmm. or if he wasn't didn't he do like sound or like drums or something i don't know he was in choir okay but yeah i don't know i don't recall him being in the sound of music that year which i believe that would have been his senior year but after that, they, everybody in the cast had a cast party, mm. and we all piled into Kale's car, and we fit eight of us in there. The amount of times we have fit an astronomical amount of people into the smallest motherfucking vehicle ever is insane. This is where that joke, how many clowns can fit in a car, or how many... It, Yes, that's where that comes from. Because no joke, you'd open the car and people would continue to get out. And like, they're like, where the fuck were they? Yeah. In that car. Um, I do remember. I have myself on occasion fit more, more than, than what was legally suggested safe? to have <laughs> in a vehicle. Yeah. I do remember. So I was in the hatchback area with three or four other people. Don't ask. Stories. You know, I can say these stories now because my mom is deceased. The amount of people I have fit into my mom's minivan at the time that I was not <laughs> supposed to have people in the vehicle. Emily, do not follow in my footsteps. <laughs> She's mom grown had anyway. Mini- mom had a minivan and there were plenty of times that I left campus at lunch when I had an open campus pass. But we would hide people in the car all the time. One of the best things we used to do in high school we had a security guard named Burn, and like I'm talking security guard, like he, we had one entrance in and out of our parking lot that had a light at it, and like he was just, I mean, an old guy that was maybe 110 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> so like it wasn't. This was 20 years ago. This was before. This was well. It was after. Anyways, um, he would check your pass on the way out. 
you know, and everybody that he could see in the car had to show their pass that they were allowed to leave campus. Um, well, here's the thing. You can borrow someone's pass because it's not like he was looking at the name. He just looked to see if he held a pass. Second of all, there was a lot of people that didn't have passes. And it was like, how many creative ways can we hide them in the vehicle where Vern can't see them? And how many people, like, we got creative as fuck. And believe me, an eight-seater minivan can hide a it, lot of people. Hell yeah. <laughs> so... But again, my mother is deceased and and cannot get mad at me for something I did almost 30 years ago. So when I was in school, it was obviously my senior year was the only year I was driving. Um, we didn't have like a pass that we had to have to be able to leave campus because mm. I, I don't know why. I, I guess we were just they didn't care. They're like, you, <laughs> we live in a shitty neighborhood. Where are you going? Like. What are you going to go do? Um, which is all the more reason they should have had one because then they're like, you know, then we can control who's out on the streets during the day while these people should be in school. Anyway. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like at the time we really honestly, outside of leaving for lunch and some people skipping every once in a while, we didn't really need to leave. School was so much more I came and went and like, regularly though because I had yeah. – in the middle of the day, I had a college class. Yeah. So like – Things were just a lot more lax back then. Like they just, yeah. like I said, our security guard was like an old 60 year old man. What was he going to do? Like, I mean, we could have just drove right past him. And what is he going to do? Call in our license plate? Like, all right, you know. It's our security guard was named Mr. Torres. And he was this big black guy. Um, and if he ever saw people that weren't supposed to be leaving, though, in the middle of the day, like uh -huh. freshmen or sophomores. Yeah. He could be coerced into <laughs> not caring if you brought him back McDonald's. Nice. That's we, awesome. We had a McDonald's around the corner from our school <laughs> where half the kids that went to school worked there. So, yeah. yeah, you just brought him back some McDonald's and it was fine. <laughs> God, <laughs> the good T. old days. I yes. feel bad for our kids now because, well, my kids are on a close campus now. One, because of where their school is in proximity to anything that would be able to get for lunch. It's far enough away that it would not be safe for them to drive, get their food, eat it, and come back. So to in discourage erratic driving behavior, they close the campus, which is fine. I mean, like, whatever. Um, but Do they not have, like, a running start program where they can take classes? No, so they do. Um because the the community college is literally right across the street. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, but it's you. It, it there's a pro. There's a certain way. A lot of the times, they don't even have to go to the community college. They can go into a certain room and remote in. And so oh. they don't necessarily have to be on the campus to take the class. They can guess, be like in the library or I again guess things that were not available, available to us. us. <laughs> yeah, not available to us in in our day. So. I mean, some, like when my son took his mechatronics class, he had to be on the campus because obviously they had certain things they had to do. But I mean, it was right across the street. And you just have to show your badge before you leave like because the schools are locked. All the doors are locked. So like if anybody leaves a door, like uh, not alerts, but like motion goes off, like every door that goes to the outside is 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 surveilled. I will, so. I've wondered how that works since I don't obviously have children and I don't. And they no longer have security guards. We have, I think, two cops oh, that are see, on campus all the time. We had a cop, 
a sheriff's deputy at our school as well mm. as security guards. Mm. And we didn't. I mean, secu- we had a cop that would show up every once in a while if somebody like got in a fight or whatever, which oh. is very seldom. Like he was regularly on campus and I don't all I remember is that was the sheriff's deputy that patrolled the high school. He's the same one that taught the dare class in my fifth grade year. <laughs> so we all knew him. Right, right. So like how fearful are we of the guy who taught us in fifth grade to just say no? Well, it it was our drug abuse resistance education. Yes. Do they have how that? Well, how, I don't think so. That was a very uh Reagan administration thing. I obviously it went through to Clinton. Well, yeah, but I mean, Clinton made a lot of changes. I just, I know that I think it started with the Reagan administration because he had the war on drugs. And so that's where a lot of that came from. I believe that was actually his wife. Well, yeah, Nancy Reagan. So it was part of the Reagan administration. Yeah, but like that that was her pet project. Oh, yeah, that was her. Every first lady has their own pet project. Like Mm -hmm. Michelle Obama had the, you know, getting kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was was her her thing. thing. So I don't know that it's still. Did your kids go through anything like that? No. No. Did you okay? Do your kids know who McGruff the crime dog is? I don't know. Do you remember who that is? I do, but I okay. don't ever talk about it with my children. So I, if they know about it, it would be because they stumbled across it or because it was referenced in some sort of educational thing, but not because I had brought it to them. No. Okay, so I'm gonna go down this. We're we're gonna digress a little bit. I'm gonna ask you some some questions. What your kids know versus what we were taught. Okay. Mr. Yuck. No. They didn't come home with Mr. Yuck stickers? Not that I can recall, no. I remember coming home from school with Mr. Yuck stickers and sticking on everything under the everything. sink. Everything, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, that one, that one, that one. Wow. All right. <laughs> Smokey the Bear. Yeah, my children know about Smokey the Bear. I, not, okay, but like, are they taught about that, or is it because you kind of taught them? I don't know that I ever taught them. I just know that we've just—it's just come up in reference before. Okay. So I, I honestly don't know if they learned about it in school, and it's just something we reference, or if it's just something we've referenced that they just—you know what I mean? I, I, I've never sat down and gone, Smokey the Bear is—you know—I would imagine somewhere in the school level they would discuss that when they talk about not playing with fire and safety and stuff but i don't don't fucking know i don't fucking know either i'll have Uh, to ask them these questions yeah because i'm curious so there's also rumors that they don't teach cursive anymore is that true my kids were taught cursive and your kids are how old 19 and 16 okay Uh, just for our listeners so what L would have been like eight or nine in third grade. So seven, eight years ago they did. Okay. They don't require them to write in it anymore, though, because everything they do is on their Chromebooks. So, like, they don't even write most of their stuff anymore. So what's the point of teaching cursive? You know what I mean? Like, I so, can like, understand So, like, that's not part why. of the curriculum of, like, them passing that grade. I mean, it was for my kids, but that was, like, in third grade. That was, like I said, seven, eight years ago. Uh, now I don't know if that's part of the curriculum. I can't speak to now. I can tell you that my children learned yes. Okay. They don't write in cursive, but they know how to. Because I even remember we were talking about it because um, 
I think it was L who was talking about how he doesn't like how his name looks because his the beginning of his name looks so he says very feminine. So you can make it more masculine. You can make it however you want. And I make it however I want because like whenever I sign my name, it's I never use the uppercase G because I hate the way the uppercase G looks. So I just write a really big lowercase G. Mm-hmm. So like that's just I mean I was like it's your signature do whatever you want with it I don't freaking care. So my, I mean they know the the but first again, letter that was of my what? name the first letter of my name uh, mm-hmm. I've been told by numerous people that it looks like a an S an uppercase S and I'm like that does no I don't think so no 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 like how I write it I don't think so though oh okay okay yeah no my kids I mean seven eight years ago yeah they they were taught okay okay absolutely um. Stick shift. Do your kids know okay. how to drive stick shift? They do not, but that's because I do not have possession of a stick shift to teach them. I in have all fairness, they don't make with... a lot of Correct. them in stick anymore. You have to order them specifically now. So I am not in possession, nor am I friends with anybody who that I know of is in possession of a stick shift. But I have – my children do know what it is. I have explained to them what the difference between an automatic and like a stick is. Um, the other day we were driving down the road. And there was an old truck going by me and Landon was like, God, that's really, really loud. And I was like, listen to it because you could tell it was a manual transmission. You could tell when he was shifting. And mm-hmm. I said, do you hear how he's like getting like really, really high? And then he like kicks down and then he gets re- and I was like, he's shifting. So like my kids know what it is. They do not know how to drive one. No, because I don't have anything to teach them on. But I've always told them that if I ever came across somebody with a stake, that will be the first thing I do because that's how I learned to drive. You and Chris taught me how to drive a stick. Yeah. Yeah. Chris in a church parking lot and you got out and fucking know. It was a back road near one of my friend's house. I don't remember. I I remember because then you made fun of me and because every time like the. Because you killed the clutch. No, every time the the car would jump, Mm. I'd make a weird sound and you're like, you sound like you're having an orgasm. Oh, my God. I remember that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) The second you said that, I remember. Oh, it was in Puyallup. Yes. Oh my god, it was like an Enumclaw Puyallup. Like no, Bonnie. it was like it was like deep South Hill. Yeah, yeah, like on the way to Enumclaw, right? Kind of. Oh my god. I, oh yeah, I remember this now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right. Blast. From Sorry, the Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, she said so, every okay. time that the car jumped, I made a. Uh, Weird yeah, she'd noise. be like, ah, ah. that's what she would do. And it was like, what the fuck, dude? That's not- <laughs> Anyways. Chris is going to edit that part out. I highly- I really hope he doesn't because that's really funny. I'm sorry. Okay, so what else besides stick shift? Like, you want to know if my kids know. Mr. Yuck, Smokey the Bear, stick shift, cursive. <laughs> Have you taught them how to fold letters? Like, passing note letters you know what no because i was never the best at that in the first place i always made my friends fold my letters for me (laughs) so no i no mm -mm. and again what would i teach them on they have cell phones (laughs) i know but it's like it's fun to fold them like no joke marlena and i were talking about that recently and by recently i mean within the last year and we're like, we're going to write each other letters and we're going to like fold them like we used to do in high school. 
That is so and funny. She, she actually did mail me a letter. Oh, my God. Folded. That's so funny. I just because haven't mailed mine back. <laughs> my junior and senior year, my two best friends, instead of – we got really creative because you could get in really big trouble for passing notes in class. So we took one of those spiral notebooks. Mm-hmm. And we'd write our notes in there. And so, like, we'd write a note and then we would give them because we all had a class at one point with each other throughout the day. So, like, I would write in it and then I would give it to, like, my friend. And then she would write in it and read what I wrote. And then, like, if the other friend had written in it. So, like, we just passed around this notebook so our teachers never knew we were passing notes. That's funny. I still have that notebook somewhere, too. The funny thing is I had a bunch of, like, letters between Marlena and another friend of ours and myself all through school and I don't know what I did with them. I don't know if they were sitting in a box out in the garage right now or if I got rid of them when we moved cuz I needed to downsize dramatically. Yeah. Um but it was a it was in a box that my 9 by 13 carrying case came in. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all I can think of as far as like do they know? My kids, I mean, I've taught them some really fun stuff. Like, my kids are pretty... I mean, shoot, the other day, didn't you see his messages yes. about what he was listening to? Blind Melon. Yeah. <sighs> like... And here's the thing. I've never gone out of my way to show him Blind Melon. Like, the kid just, like... Has good has taste. Has good taste. Yeah. Yeah. And get this. You remember how I was telling you a couple of weeks ago about how my son and his friends are, like super super sweet and wonderful mm-hmm. and everything and they like really um make sure to like when they go out to eat during um uh ramadan ramadan that they go out after eight o'clock or like whatever so i think it was like two three weeks ago it was the end of ramadan and they all got together at his friend's house with his parents and they all went over and like celebrated the end of Ramadan and like ate food and played games and hung out with them. And I was like, oh, my God, like these kids are so cool. Like his their parent, his parents invited all of their son's kids or all of their son's friends over to celebrate the end of Ramadan because they're so respectful of it. They do make fun of their friend every once in a while about uh, if he swallows his own spit, if that counts during Ramadan because it's just liquid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, I mean, they love their, fr- but they love them. But you know what I mean? Like they're so respectful that his, their parents, his parents went out of the way to invite him over to their house to celebrate the end of Ramadan. How cool That's is that? That's so cute. That's adorable. I know. They're freaking awesome. So you want to, you want to hear something messed up? Sure. You're going to be here next year. I'm going to what? You're going to be here next year. In California? Well, I sure fucking hope so when I turn 40. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's next year. Yeah. Uh, No, today is Bill's niece's, oldest niece's 21st birthday. How the fuck did that happen? Thank you. That's what I said. Like, I don't understand how this is possible. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, no. Anyways, back to pranks. Do we oh, have yeah. any more stories on pranks? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm, no. Like, I mean, I've done some stupid shit in my day. My, my, my idea of a prank anymore is, like, the cat will come in to the room and, like, jump up on the bed and he's all being weird and I knock him over. Mm, and he just looks yeah. at me like, what the hell? 
one of my favorite things to do is when like A is home and Coda will be downstairs like cuddling with him or whatever so she won't hear me open up the garage door. So I'll come in and I'll shut the door and she can hear it. So she's like, whoa, 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 and she comes running up the stairs and I'll hide around the corner. And like there's, we have like a staircase and then a landing and then a very small staircase. And like, so she'll get to the top of the staircase where the landing is and she'll just stand there for a second because she knows she heard something. Nobody's there. So then she like will slowly walk up the last couple of steps and I'll jump out behind the counter <laughs> and scare her. And oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. Is it sad that I just take so much joy in scaring the shit out of my dog? <laughs> no. That's that's great. She like gets so scared. She'll be like, ah! And then she's like so excited. Mom's home. Mom's home. And like, I don't think she knows what to do. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. that's that's my idea of a prank lately. <laughs> Just, I love watching those videos on like YouTuber reels or whatever or TikTok where people scare their friends or their animals or like when animals run into like screen doors and stuff like I'm such a bad person for laughing at all this but okay I love hilarious. animals but it is funny like it's so, fucking hilarious grandma's dog growing up which one uh crystal mm. That dog was so, like, it's so funny because people, I will tell people, this is the dumbest dog I ever owned. And she was a purebred Australian shepherd. Yeah, but she was white, so she was a merle, a double merle. Okay, but that doesn't mean that she should be stupid. Yeah, like, double merles mean there's, like, brain damage. Okay, well, either way, this dog, every time she'd go running through the garden and she'd clothesline herself on the raspberry <laughs> <Yeah>, bushes. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't help but laugh every time because I'm like, you, and you know, know it's, it's coming. <laughs> you know it's there. Just stop. And then, yeah. like, she wouldn't put her brakes on when she'd run into the kitchen and she'd go sliding full speed into the sliding glass door and, like, smash her head. Back when it was a sliding glass door. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, you know, I only find this funny because you you know it's coming. Yeah. You, yeah. Like, <laughs> If oh, it was man. like the first time it happened and you were upset about, yeah, I'd I'd be like, oh my god, are you okay? You know what's going on? What can I? No, you do this every time. <laughs> if you can't learn, I'm gonna laugh every time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then one time, Crystal also was jumping over the ditch in the backyard. The the thing that I thought was a little creek. Yeah, that that's a ditch. <laughs> She didn't make it across one time and she like hit her chest on the, on the, cause it was deep. It was a creek. It wasn't, it was like, what, it was big enough to wide? need a bridge over it. It was like three feet wide. It and needed like, a bridge. It, you needed to walk over a bridge to get yes, to the other side. Yes. It's a creek. And it was only like, actually, I guess it was like two feet deep. Thank you. It's a fucking creek. There's not a creek. It's ditch water. <laughs> but yeah, she she jumped across the ditch and like smacked her chest on the other side of the ditch. Thankfully, there was no water in it at that time. <laughs> the creek dried up. <laughs> Hence why it's not a creek. Creeks like, can dry up just like okay. lake beds and river beds and okay. everything else that has water. It's called but evaporation. A ditch, a ditch is overflow water. <laughs> That's all a ditch is. Overflow water. Mm-mm, it's a creek. No. I, oh, my God. I will go. To, I will fight you on this. So it will was, I. It was not a fucking creek. It was a okay. ditch. 
I think that's our cue to end tonight's episode. Because <laughs> we're going to keep going back and forth. This is just going to go left and right all day long. <laughs> and and what should we call that? We should call this episode, It's a Fucking Ditch. It's a Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and with oh that, God. you can reach us on Instagram at Bitching Siblings Podcast. <laughs> or you can email us. Ginny and Amy podcast at gmail.com. That's G I N N Y A N D A M Y podcast at gmail.com. Give us those uh, five star reviews, like, subscribe, Ooh. do whatever we got to do. Get those numbers up. Ooh, and I got an idea for another podcast, and it came from a friend of mine today who ever so kindly requested that I not state their name. <laughs> I'll tell you later. No, no, no. Like, you have an idea for a, like, he was like, he was like, do you get paid for this? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, so it's like OnlyFans, but but you don't get paid. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, so sex talk. And I was like, ooh, that's a good topic. Like getting all, but then our brother would have to edit that. Okay, no, but like when <laughs> I get to a point where I can start editing, because he uh, he's slowly teaching me. Good. So then yeah. maybe we can do it then. Because I was like, ooh, <laughs> then we could then we could have a Patreon and then charge extra. <laughs> For like sexy talk, you know, like bone sex voices, you know. Because Ginny has one and Amy, Amy does not. Amy has orgasms when she's <laughs> dropping the clutch on the old Honda. <laughs> Full circle moment there, people. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right. Peace out, everybody. Deuces.